Hello, this is Brad Roth, and welcome to atrepodcast.com, all things real estate. Today, I'm going to talk to you about listing appointments and other objections that you're going to find when you're on a listing appointment. So when you're getting ready for your listing appointment, remember to prepare a listing presentation. When preparing a listing presentation, make sure you add some personal stuff to your personal biography, such as the name of your kids, your father, your mother, or really the person that's made the biggest impact on your life. Clients want to like you. So put a picture of your kids or your dogs, etc. just anything. Clients want to know who they're going to be working with. Often they're going to choose based on your personality. So add some of your triumphs. Tell stories about other homes in the area that have sold. Telling stories is such a great way to keep your sellers engaged. And you know what? At the same time, you're going to be educating them on their area and your knowledge of it. Sellers want to know that you understand their area. So really go into detail about their area, the homes that have sold, maybe the floor plans, talk about different ideas or different homes you've seen or sold in that area. Listen, if this is one of the first listing appointments you've been on, I highly recommend you asking an owner or a manager or a mentor to accompany you on your first you know, couple of listing appointments. They may also let you tag along with them on one of their listing appointments. Listening to how a seasoned agent handles a listing appointment is invaluable. When you arrive at a home for a listing appointment, shake their hand. I know that the coronavirus has been in full effect and we're going through different waves of it, but if you can't shake their hand, you're wearing gloves and a mask, I get it. Look them in the eye and thank them for having you over. Ask them if there's a good place to set down your material. Never just sit down. Always ask them if there's a specific place they'd like to sit. So obviously the ideal place is going to be in the kitchen or a dining room table. You want to sit them next to each other and you across for them. And that way you can speak to both of them at the same time and go over the material. You want to take command of the appointment without them realizing it. Ask for a tour of their home and make sure you comment on the features you really like. If you're having trouble finding something you like, then ask them, what is it you like best about your home? Once they tell you what they really like, repeat it by saying, oh, I really love that too, and repeat whatever they said. As you walk through, remember that the owners have decorated and perhaps remodeled their homes. Try and compliment their home. Whether you like their home or not, keep in mind that this is where your clients live, and you should not be critical, even if they are. Take the time to explain the details to your client. Build value in who you are and what you do. Remember, be honest, but not rude. Remember to ask a lot of questions. Questions are key. Knowledge is key. When you're on a listing appointment, know your numbers. Be prepared to talk about what is sold and what it's sold for. If a seller interrupts you in the middle of your listing presentation and asks you what your commission is, smile. And let them know you're going to get to that. Let them know you want to answer all of their questions. Here are a few points to talk about to help fill the void of you know, lack of experience. Talk about your company. Talk about your company's support, how they support their agents and how they support their clients. Talk about your company's history, when they were established, who their founders were. Talk a little bit about each one of them. Ask if they've ever sold a home before. If they say yes, ask them what the experience was. After you get the listing, whether you have one listing or 11 listings, you need to implement a plan to keep your clients involved in the sale of their home. 
The more they know, the easier it will be to communicate, whether it be an offer or a price reduction, your clients will respect you for keeping them informed. When you went on your listing appointment, you promised them good follow-up and you told them all these great things you were going to do to sell their home. Your clients will remember this and they may not remind you right away, but trust me, they're going to be watching you carefully. And the longer the house sits on the market, the more aggravated and the more frustrated they're going to become. So make sure you have good follow-up. I recommend that you send every listing you have a letter and you call them every week. They want to hear from you. In the letter or the call, you should let them know what the broker community is saying about their house. You're not saying it, right? The broker community is saying it. Show them graphs. You can run through your local board or real estate site. There's plenty of graphs that you can show on their homes and what the homes are in the area selling for, who's actually looked at their website, who's interested in their home. Let them vent to you. Listen to their concerns. Don't take it personally. Ask them questions. If they ask you what you think, be honest with them. And if it needs a price reduction, then tell them. You need a price reduction. If they say, hey, I want you to cut your commission, tell them every time you reduce the price, you're reducing your commission. Give them options such as staging the property or maybe doing some touch-ups that are going to add value to it. Know when to listen and emphasize with their situation. Here's an objection you may hear when asking a seller to stage their home. Why is staging my home so important? Do you think I have bad taste or something? Your reply is going to be, I like your taste, but this isn't about me. It's about what the broker community and the feedback I have been given. If you want to sell your home faster and for more money, then we need to take their suggestions and make your home more appealing to everybody. It's very, very easy to ignore clients when their house is not selling because you're embarrassed to ask for a price reduction. You're nervous about questions that they're going to ask you. You need to grab the bull by the horns and let them get their frustration out. Let them yell at you. Who cares? Don't take it personally. Ask a lot of questions. When you're speaking with them and they've calmed down a bit, talk to them rationally. Have statistics that support the price you feel it will sell for and go for the reduction. I strongly believe that a crucial characteristic in being a superstar agent is having the ability to ask the uncomfortable questions. This will make you a better agent. Remember, your clients are counting on you to guide them and help them make the right decision. You know, there's a lot of objections in real estate. And I've always thought an objection is merely an invitation to sell the client. Many times an objection can help you prepare your client for a smoother transaction. So here are some objections that can work for you rather than against you if you ask them correctly. Always repeat their question first and then answer. Objection number one, I want to look at houses, but I don't want to speak to a lender yet. Answer one, I understand how you feel, but to show you the right homes and to get a better idea of what the realistic situation is for you, I ask that you speak to a lender. It only takes about 10 minutes. You're under no obligation to use them. I mean, I can call them now. How does that sound? Objection two. This house has everything we want, but I'm afraid we're going to miss out on something better. Your answer should be, well, let's focus on this house, which is here and available now, not what may be available in the future. Wouldn't you be disappointed if you didn't get this house? And then if they answer yes, 
then let's concentrate on getting you your new home. Objection three. Look, I think we're going to wait a few months. Why a few months? What's going to happen in a few months that's going to change your situation? Listen to their reply. Don't say a word. Listen and then close. Fourth objection. My friends think we should talk to a few more agents first. Well, why would you want to talk to a few more agents? Wait for their reply. Look, I don't think there's a magic number of agents you should talk to. Use me. I'm very qualified. I'm very eager to sell your home and I just need you to sign here. Let's get started. Next objection. Should I use the agent that has the listing on the house? I mean, shouldn't I just use the listing agent? Isn't that easier? Your answer should be, no, you want to use me to negotiate for you. If you're using the same agent as the seller, who is really negotiating for you? I can write this offer and negotiate only for you. Okay, here's your next objection, objection six. Now what happens if you have a listing and now you're representing both the buyer and the seller? What do you say? Well, they say, who are you really working for if you're gonna represent both of us? Here's your answer. I'm working with both of you. I want you both to be happy. And what I generally do is bring my manager into the negotiating for either you or the seller. After the negotiating is done, I will resume my responsibilities to ensure you are both happy and the escrow closes smoothly. Objection seven. Will I lose money in the next few months if I buy now? Your reply should be, I don't have a crystal ball, but what I can tell you is that if you're going to be here the next five to 10 years, you should do fantastic. Objection eight. Can I get a good deal on a foreclosure? You can often get a great deal on a bank-owned property, but there's a misconception thinking you can get 50% off. You can often get 10 to 15% off the listing price, depending on how many offers there are and how much inventory is currently on the market. Oftentimes, in a market that has lower inventory, the bank-owned homes in the lower price range are commanding 10 to 15% more than the list price. So when you are buying a bank-owned property, it is as is. They're not gonna negotiate with you, especially after the home inspection. You just have to really be careful. Number nine, I don't wanna put an offer in on that house. It has other offers on it. Your answer should be this. I understand that it can be really frustrating. I get it. But when you're in a multiple offer situation, the goal is to get you the house. We know it just prepares us better on how we wanna proceed. Remember, if you don't put an offer in and you're not prepared for it, Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. That's what John Wooden always said. Objection 10, don't tell me if there are any offers on this house because I don't want to be discouraged. Look, I understand it's frustrating, but when you're in a multiple offer situation, I don't want you to be discouraged either. My goal is to get you this house even if there's multiple offers on it. So just please understand, we're a team. So any knowledge I have on a home you're interested in, I'm gonna let you know. Objection 11, Zillow says my home is worth $627,000. Look, Zillow is just a guesstimate. It's a computer generated price. Zillow has never seen your home and is usually 10% too high or 10% too low. That's why you need a real estate agent. Don't take a risk with your equity. Online computer systems and computer generated prices don't answer the phone for you, but I will. Guys, listen. 
Another objection that newer agents get a lot is, hey, we need an agent with more experience. Your answer should be, look, I work at one of the top real estate agencies in this city. I have a huge amount of agent support. And when you hire me, you're actually hiring my agency and all we have to offer. I want to be your agent. I want to be your family's agent in every transaction. I've got enthusiasm and let my enthusiasm get to work for you. I will be there when you call. Let's get started. That concludes our show for today. I hope you enjoyed hearing about all things real estate. If you'd like to ask me a question or you'd like to hear about any specific topic, you can email me, brad at atrepodcast.com. Until next time, remember, have an attitude of gratitude.